Thank you for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Show. Are you feeling stuck in your personal and professional life? Do you want to take your life to the next level, but don't know where to start? The four-week turning point coaching program is here to help you achieve your goals. Our program is designed to help you identify your turning points and the effects they've had on your confidence. We'll evaluate changes you'd like to make, set achievable goals, and create a plan to reach them. We'll work with you to develop a customized roadmap that fits your unique needs and circumstances and provide ongoing support and guidance every step of the way. We will help you overcome any obstacles that are holding you back and build the confidence and skills you need to succeed. So if you're ready to take the next steps and transform your life, join the Turning Point Coaching Program today. Check out the show notes for the link to register. I look forward to supporting you on your journey to becoming beautifully confident. Have you ever doubted your own self-confidence? Hmm. Being over 50, I'm not sure I can count all the times I have. Going through a divorce, questioning if I chose the right career after already devoting 10 years of my life to it, and then dating as a single mom. I'm not as young, maybe I don't look as pretty, the questions just keep coming. Whether it's self-doubt on our life choices or our surroundings or our appearance, it creeps in. Join us here as we share tips and stories of how to grow your own confidence inside and out with experts who have also experienced the highs and lows of self-confidence. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and this is the Beautifully Confident Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Show. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to have you here. On our show, we explore the powerful connection between beauty and confidence, and we hear from incredible experts who have overcome challenges and risen to become the beautifully confident women they are today. So you're going to get a little surprised today. We know that confidence isn't always easy and that life can throw us curveballs that shake our sense of self. But by sharing our stories and the steps we took to elevate ourselves, we hope to inspire and empower our listeners to embrace their own unique beauty and cultivate unshakable confidence. So sit back, relax, and you'll get to hear about our surprise today. So occasionally I meet men that I feel like their story also speaks to me because what they're sharing and their stories are things that are going to help women and on their journey to confidence. So I have with me today, Dr. Chris Belfry. Hi, Chris. Hi, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Absolutely. So let me share a little bit about Chris, because once you hear his story, I think you're going to see why I wanted him on the Beautifully Confident show. At the age of 13, he had a near-death experience in a motor vehicle accident, which sparked a deep desire within him to help other people. He started on a journey of discovery, wanting to help everyone and learn why some people recover from trauma, why others struggle to do so. Through his exploration, Chris came to a profound realization that our emotional state plays a significant role in many of the challenges we face. As a coach, Chris is passionate about helping others live more consciously and be more present in their bodies, which ultimately creates a space for better listening and self-awareness. By doing so, Chris's clients can access the wisdom 
and guidance from their bodies, allowing for deep healing and transformation. His specialty is teaching people to connect their mind and body by relaxing their nervous system, which can help them resolve chronic health issues, old wounds, traumas, and triggers. By doing so, Chris's clients feel more balanced, calm, and happier, ultimately leading to better overall health. So I'm sure you can hear from all of that. Women experience those things. Oh my gosh. So that is why I wanted to hear from Chris. So Chris, can you you share? You're welcome. Can you share um, a little bit about your life and how you got to where you are right now? Yeah. Um, I mean, you said a lot in that story, but, um, you know, being in a near death experience, you know, um, in this innate wanting of just wanting to know why things happen. And so I really just kind of went on a journey of exploring and healing. And I kind of went from, I went to, I love two things in high school. I love sports and I love science. And so I just kind of amalgamated and became, I went to, to become an exercise scientist from more the scientific aspect of it, not the functionality of sport, but the real science of exercise. And, um, and but with the understanding that there was probably something more for me, so there was a stepping stone, and there's always looking at grad school. I just didn't know what it was, and my mom was seeing a chiropractor at the time, and and that was kind of relating to what I was going on of the body's natural ability to heal. You know, my main professor was a sports psychologist, and even in the '90s, they were already talking about how professional athletes were already using visualization as a means of of improving their their sport, and so I kind of like was. I love that idea. So I kind of, uh, I wrapped my mind into chiropractic. I'm like, this is what I want to do. And I went to chiropractic school and I became a chiropractor, but in chiropractic school, I realized that chiropractic can help 75% of 75% of the people and still wanting, you know, naively wanting to helping everyone and having that why question just, you know, made me search and continue to search for more. And, um, it was when I created my own technique and I created a technique brick and mortar where I, where I would see people in person, similar to the chiropractor, but at a deeper level, looking at people from not just a structural, it could be nutritional, how your body and maybe organs function or not function, but then the emotional aspect. And as I started to explore that, there was people that would get better and never see again. And then there's people that I continue to have to see repetitively. And, you know, those people, you really, they become family or even if they, I didn't see them a lot, people you know, in, in that healing industry, you become people's therapists at times. So they come and yeah. blah and talk to you about, you know, their life, whether it's their life now or, you know, sometimes their childhood. But all that relates, to, you know, and so as I kind of explored that, I realized those people that were stuck were stuck in their story now or stuck in a past trauma. And so that really kind of got me more interested in helping people at that level of working through uh, pain or malfunction or, you know, your body's wellness from a, an emotional standpoint. And so I started really exploring that deeper and deeper and uh, COVID came and COVID was kind of that push for me to, to take it online. Cause um, you know, I had a lot of different challenges come up with my own health issues and it was just an opportunity for me to work on me and then uh, a marriage that fell apart. And again, I was just an eye opening experience. Instead of looking at it from poor me, I just looked at like, you know, how did I show up in this marriage to make her feel the way she felt that she, you know, wanted to leave. And so that's really what I, um, you know, I, I looked at. And so I used all that and I was like, okay, I got to 
look at it from a different dynamic. And so I really, in the last six months, I really focused on helping people online because I was doing it in person, but I could reach so many more people. Um, and at some point, ultimate goal is I want to see people in, in retreats and do workshops and those types of things because uh, one-on-one's great. I love it. Um, or even I do groups online, but the the energy in a room is so much more captivating. And, and at some point, you know, that'll be something I could see myself doing as well. But uh, yeah, that's really my journey, I guess. I yeah, thank you. Yeah. So something I heard you say that I think is very important for women um, is that people in general, but especially women, relate to a certain point of their life and then they carry that as their identity. So yes, I I love what you're doing because it it does, it brings women past that point of identifying this is who I am and our Mm -hmm. our traumas and our past don't define us. So there's a a turning point that I think all of us experience, but as women, I I think we start to identify with it a little bit more as opposed to to moving on. So I love Mm -hmm. that. Uh I want to add, so yeah, because you you hit that hail right, nail right on the head. But it's not just women, men too. But you know, I, I, women are so much more open to having that exploration, you know, and um, and so yeah, because when they look at their life, we all have that story that's something from our past. And you know, when we talk about trauma, it doesn't have to be a capital T trauma. It could have been like you're searching for your dad's love, or maybe mom was a bit absent and or not showing you you know, how to be a woman, who knows what the case may be, but you hold on to this trappedness. And, um, and it's funny how people often like, you know, people that are so, maybe they lack confidence, try to show up with confidence and they, you know, but it's really just that lack of confidence that's kind of the compensating for it in other ways. And, and that's how we show up and, and you're right, we have these programming stories and that's what we feel like they dominate us, like that's our story. And really, once you get clear is that those are your stories and that's not who you are. And when, and when I talk about, and when you were mentioning that, my bio is really getting people present to understand that they're not their story, that you're actually the listener of the story. And so it's really not just a mind-body, which I help people connect to mind-body, but also the spirit, the essence of who you truly are. That is the listener. And so if you can actually quiet your mind, which we often struggle with, then you become the listener of those thoughts and the stories. And then you don't realize like, oh, I don't have to, it doesn't define me, right? And that's really the the key to the whole, the whole awareness of it. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Are you tired of draining your ad spend budget and still not landing in front of your ideal clients? Did you know the amount of podcasts have more than tripled in the past three years? And podcast advertising is helping more people get in front of their ideal customers. Visit my website, beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com to schedule a quick chat with me to see if your business qualifies to advertise on our show. Um, and Chris, I know through us getting to know each other a little bit um, and through your story a little, you also had turning points in your life. Do you want to talk about one of them that you picked out that maybe was a turning point for you that you realized, 
where's my confidence? You know, how, how am I going to deliver this if I don't start to elevate my own? What was that point for you? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. I think what I would love to highlight first before I get in mind for other people is really, we all have these challenges. We, you know, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's, you know, a family member, it's really, truly a gift for people. Like it, instead of looking at it, like poor me or, you know, looking from a negative point, why is, why is my wife life not working? There's an opportunity for you to learn something in that moment. And, um, you know, I have a bunch of different stories, but I guess really the one highlight for me that really shook me was, you know, um, 2015, I, I was having this chest, chest issue and I was having trouble breathing. And, um, I thought I'd just taken some old supplements and it was just like maybe an allergy to it or something, but I couldn't catch my breath. And to the point where like I tried laying down and, you know, um, I couldn't, I couldn't get my breath. And my, um, wife at the time as a nurse and she came home and from a shift and she's like, you should go to the hospital. And, and I said, no, no, it'll go away. And she's like, no, no, go to the hospital. So I went to the hospital and ended up in, uh, end up, I was actually an end stage renal failure. I had a, a kidney disorder, and it's the best easy way to call it is uh, that your kidney slowly eats away at itself, and it's not something that occurs like it's not goes. For, it doesn't go from like you have no problems to a problem. This could have been going on for decades, years and years. So a lot of my symptoms that I was having felt like normal, like you know, and 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 so. To me, it was more normal, you know, like we had just, you know, I just gotten married. So I'd gained some weight and, you know, we had just had a baby and we were, you know, co-parent or co-sleeping. And so the sleeping was off and all these things that, you know, were symptoms in my mind were just a result of my life. And, you know, because prior to getting married, uh, you know, I was very active. I've been single. I played sports probably five times a week, five, you know, so, you know, I was always busy. And then once you, you know, got married and then we had a baby, all of a sudden, you know, I started to dial back on my activities. And so I just kind of chummed us, you know, some of that weight. Um, and where that confidence came is, you know, being a doctor and a healer, that really shook me because, um, you know, I'm supposed to be able to heal myself. I, how could I got to this point? How could I have, you know, so it really rocked my confidence as, as a healer, as a as someone who came into this world to help other people. And here I am, here I'm st stuck. I got, I'm like, oh my God, I got to help myself. And so, you know, I'm like, what am I going to do? I got to help myself. So I was like mindset set that I was going to heal myself and that was going to be my story. And but being on dialysis for as long as I was, you know, I just gave up my, you know, I, I work through this and and what I teach people is what I use to work through a lot of my confidence and and um and, and moving through it. Um, because it really was a you know a shock to to be on dialysis, which is, you know, I don't wish that my worst enemy, but you know, my options were my kidneys were working at like less than five percent. So I needed to transplant. So I said, well, like you leave it, gave it up to God or the universe, however you look at it. And I said, well, if I'm supposed to get a transplant, that's what'll happen. If I'm supposed to heal it, you know, I'll I'll heal it. And so uh, lo and behold, I ended up getting a transfer, a transfer, a transplant from my wife at the time. And um, you know, so she gave up an ultimate sacrifice, giving up one of her kidneys, and uh, you know, was as compatible and everything worked out. And, you know, I'm this year is seven years, I guess. So 
had a transplant in 2016. So yeah, um, May will be seven years. So here I am seven years later. Um, but there was a lot of time in between of like my confidence and coming back into the world of being tested again by people. And, you know, my own confidence, I could, I see how it affected my business because I came in and not having the confidence again. And I didn't have the confidence with my clients. And so the results weren't there or they, I didn't have the confidence in myself and I saw that they didn't have confidence in me. And so they stopped coming in and, you know, so that was a real big turning point for me to realize like, wow, I, 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 that shook my confidence for sure. And I had to make a difference. I had to make a change. And, you know, and so I started to practice what I preach. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Chris. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. It's amazing yeah, that you're still here then. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, wow. and I was, and you know, I, I didn't heal it, you know, is it still possible? Yeah. But I'm leaving into someone else's hands. Uh, it's it just me knowing that, you know, to be a better listener, you know, and and to reach out for help. A lot of times, you know, we don't, we don't, we want to do it on our own or do it ourselves. And, and um, yeah, we, we can't, we, we, we're here to share this with other people. So Absolutely. So Chris, one thing you mentioned in there was about how you knew that you, your confidence was shaken and it was reflected in your business. So that's something I want to talk about because I think sure. it wraps around, well, it definitely wraps around what you're doing and how other other women and, and people and, and how we show up, that it affects the whole rest of our life. So do you want to share what you're doing and, and why it's important to help others elevate that confidence so that they are showing up as their best version of themselves? Right. I think I think just humanity in general needs us. We all need to show up as our best self, you know. You know, and I realized, you know, I wanted to show up, you know, my marriage ended too, and that was a big thing. I wanted to show up as my best self for my family, you know, for my daughter. And so for me it's like my business and I really I, I loved helping people. I still love helping people. I'm passionate about that ever since I was a kid and 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 I just looked at it as another challenge for me to like, okay, what's next, you know? And 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 there was a lot of, you know, I'm not lying, I'm not gonna lie, there was times of poor me and down on yourself and and where that confidence weans. And at times even now, I still have to check in with myself. And it's it's a game of, you know, personal growth is isn't, you know, a sprint. It's it's the marathon. And, you know, and, and part of me realized in this too, is I got to a point where I'll, you know, kind of, I kind of know everything. I know so much, how much more do I need to learn? You know, and, and I keep getting these wake up calls, this health issue, my marriage ending. These are all wake up calls for me to say, you know, it doesn't end it. You know, the work on you doesn't stop. And if you want to be your best version of you for yourself, for your family, you know, for your partner, then yeah, it's really about putting some work in and doing something different change what's not working don't get stuck on that you know wheel rabbit wheel we get into point two is where we think like you know i want to change the outside we think like you know if we change the outside then the inside's going to change that's never going to work you can't i don't care you know and if you've been in relationships or marriages in three marriages four marriages it's it's proof that it doesn't work 
or it's houses. I'm going to get a new house. Like then you get a new house, a bigger house, a fancier house, one with shades that come down. That's beautiful. You always wanted on the lake, whatever your dream was. You know, after a few months, it becomes just like the old house. It's not the house. It's not the car. It's not another child. You know, it's not a blonde. It's not, you know, one with abs. It, it's it's really like until you put the work into you, changing you, it's really, and what I teach clients is an inside job until you fix the inside, the outside is never going to change. It may be a different hair color and this one might have abs, but he's going to be the same as the last relationship. Your house, old house is going to be the same as your new house, just different flaws, you know? And so it's really, what are you going to do difference on the inside? And And that's what... You know, I recommend people, whether they see me, you know, you or whoever it is that, you know, is out there, you ha- the people have to start to realize, like, if I'm going to make a difference, it's got to start on the inside. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Actually, which is what the theme of our show is, is becoming beautifully confident from the inside out, right. because that's what I have learned over the years is I could help anybody with their beauty, but they can still look at themselves and say, eh. Right. And still not feel it because it's not started on the inside. So, Chris, can you share um, a couple steps that can lead our listeners to to taking those first steps to feeling their most confident so that they are showing up for themselves and their families and the people around them? Pause. Really take a pause. It's the very first step. Like when we're in it, you know, when we're when we're triggered, we're challenged or when we're you know, worrying about our children or facing, going out and getting dressed up and the inner talk starts to go, just take a pause and then take some breaths. Get your breath in your body, feel your breath going into your body and then kind of get present because the story is the story. Just become aware that if you can just relax your nervous system because the story is going because your nervous system is constantly firing. So if you can just pause and take a breath, take five breaths, and then, then move forward. You know, it'll be a be- like your best gift to yourself, you know, is because if you keep feeding the, the hamster, then the wheel is going to keep turning. Yeah. So just the first thing is awareness. So aware, aware that you're going on about how you look or how confident you don't think you are, or the story you've added to your, the way you look or how your dress fits or how your pants are or, you know, how your butt um, might be, it's really just pause and say, okay. And then I recognize that, breathe, and then you'll be more present. When you're more present, you can move from a better place. You'll make better better choices. You'll make better movements. You'll feel better about yourself. But it starts with awareness, pause, breath. I love that. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, it's actually something I've been um, talking about with, with several other people is uh, through my life, I didn't, I didn't always stop and pause and realize where I was to be able to take those next confidence steps to move to, to my next phase of life. It was just a a constant pivot and what's next and then move to that without ever stopping to think about it. So that's so important, Chris. Thank you. You're welcome. Cause it is a missing piece. I feel like, yeah. That awareness is the key. As soon as you start to become aware of the thinking, that you're the the awareness is what's going to be the key. Because you could do something if that's if that's the one thing you get alone out of this, that's perfect. You know, yeah. Being being yes. aware that you have those thoughts, 
Yeah. So many people don't even realize, like you said, just pause, move, 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 maybe pause and then move. Instead of going shooting this way, you're shooting just a slightly different way, in a different direction. And that's where you really need to go rather than go this way. And then have to detour back to where you're originally supposed to go because you didn't pause in the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. So Chris, for our listeners, um, yeah. and it's going to be in the show notes. So if you're driving and you can't, you can't write this down, um, can you share where they can find you and what you have going on that can help people elevate their confidence and, mm -hmm. and help with their pause and awareness and, and next steps? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, you can go to my website, it's bellfreewellness.com and sign up. Um, I'll be releasing a book in the next little bit anyways, on, um, 12 ways to relax your nervous system. So it'll just, not just the breathing, breathing will be in there. That's going to be the, you know, the pops, but, uh, the most important that I feel, um, but it's a great rule to be free to my people, my listeners. So I'd venture to get that. I also offer in a course that's coming and, uh, that I run cyclical throughout the year and it's called the awaken the inner healer, where I take you through a six weeks journey of really, um, a process of a tool to calm yourself, calm that nerve system, using some NLP and teaching how to become more self-aware. So if you struggle with getting off the, the getting that wheel off the, the rat off the wheel, geez, and, and being more aware, I teach people how to, some tools to do that and um, ways to start to letting stuff go, really starting to start to look at what your body's holding on to, because you've been holding on to these stories, these challenges, these triggers, and um, there's great ways of just starting to let them go. And it's starting with awareness and, and, uh, and breath work and, and seeing where you're holding on to that in a body. Cause our body's just that it's like the garage. We're holding it all and it's time to let it go. So if yeah. you're ready to let it go, reach out. Oh, that's great. Thank you so yeah. much, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. Kelly. It's awesome. Do you have any last words for our listeners? Any, hmm, you mentioned those 12, 12 steps. You have yeah, one more you want to share? Uh, yeah. So, you know, a great way to reset, relax your nervous system too is a cold shower. I know that's, a, um, you know, the whole Wim Hof stuff, but there's really a lot of science into a cold shower being a great way. So even if it's you start with a warm shower and then end with a cold shower, start with two minutes. I know it seems crazy or just even splash your face with some ice water, like a ways to help um, calm you and get you more into that present moment. And, um, uh, yeah, that'd be a great tool and another great tool. What's another great tool for people? Yeah. Just, um, just love themselves. We often forget that's important and, um, you know, and know that it's always an inside game. If you want to make any changes in your life, stop looking at what's not working outside. Just use that as a gauge as to really what's not working on the inside. That's great. And get help. Get help. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. That's a, that's a great way to wrap up. I want to thank you um, to all of our listeners for joining us as we explored the powerful connection between beauty and confidence. And remember, if you are feeling like your confidence has been shaken, it's never too late to rise up and step into your most beautifully confident self. 
So be sure to check out the show notes for more information about how you can connect with us and continue your journey towards self-love and empowerment. Until next time, stay beautifully confident. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.